a new beginning. Five will enter. One will be crowned. PWE's Wrestler of the Month. W.E. Crew, Dan O'Mac, Big Kaz, Jay Bird, Nick the Gooch, and your host, Brokowski. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? We are back, and man, I hope y'all missed us as much as we've missed you. We've been on vacation, enjoying the sun, having some fun in the sun. And today we're coming back with you with the hoping to end off Wrestler of the Month next month when we have Wrestler of the Month nominees. And then after, we're going to be playing a new game. It's called Spin the Wheel, Make a Deal. We got a bunch of random topics. We're going to spin the wheel and find out which topic we're going to talk about. So let's get into June's wrestler of the month. As you know, we've been picking wrestlers of the month and this is going to round up for the first half, I believe. And then July is going to be the start of the second half. So in December we'll crown champion of the world there. <clears throat> so I guess we're going to go ahead and we'll just start with mine. I'm going ahead and picking the karate bad boy, LJ Lawrence. He's been in the biz for 23 years. He started back in 1999. He was trained by the Canadian destroyer, Doug Chevrolet, and hard time Gene Austin. Three of his highlights is he is the first ever Yukon Braxton Memorial Champion. He is the current XIUS Champion. And he is, most importantly, the leader of the Detroit chapter of Cobra Kai because Cobra Kai never dies. You can find him on Facebook at Lawrence Moore. You can also find him on Instagram at ShotConking78 and then Twitter on ShotoConking78. Big cast, who do you got this month? Oh, man, for this month, the month of June... My nomination is none other than Malcolm Monroe the third. Trust the process. We always say it. I think even these guys are going to vote for double M3 on this one. Uh, he was trained by Truth Martini. He said he was, he's been in the business his whole life, and that is the freaking truth, but he's only been active for 14. Three of his highlights, becoming Midwest heavyweight champion. He wrestled at Cobo Hall, both of those for XICW. And then just more recently, he was sponsored by us when he did this, sponsored by Pro Wrestling Edge, when he wrestled at Harpos. You can find him on all his socials, have the same handle, at the process mm3 and go out and make that vote well we Woo. sponsored him because we trust the motherfucking process that's what i said i said so. you guys are even gonna vote for him you know like it's not even a contest this is mm3's month what about we can't vote what about oh, gooch we... what what about gooch who did gooch not you want to know who gooch got yeah. gooch got the anime assault himself solo who's also trained by Truth Martini and also trained by Sean Taylor. Tyler. Uh, he's been in the business for one year, six months. His first 
No, he is the tag t- was a tag team champion, Metro Pro tag team champion with TJ Meyer. He was runner up to last year's MIW Rookie of the Year, and he's proud that he's wrestling in five different states at such a quick quick time, which is Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, North Carolina, and Tennessee. You can find him on his Twitter at the Anime Assault. His Instagram is real underscore solo. And then Facebook, you can find him at the main character. Let Jordan so go next because let's let Jordan go next because I'm saving the best for last. He's saving yeah, the best right. for last. Why are you just yeah, running this show, right. Mr. Big Shot? I'm getting saucy this month. I am getting saucy with the one and only Josh Morris. This boy, he's been trained by Dan Severin, Dollar, and Rob Street. Been in the biz for 4.5 years. Uh, he's two-time HCW Saucy Weight Champion, uh, AWE Tag Champ. And this boy, he brings the energy, hype fives, and a sauce every night. And that's never going to not be a highlight in his books. And you can find him at Josh Morris on the Facebook and just about all the rest, the tweets, the tickety talks, the go ahead with the YouTubes at Sausage Josh Moresta. Baboom! Dan O'Mac. Try and beat it. I don't know. Sir William, can... was that you? Sir William? <laughs> I don't know if I can follow. If you listen to Talking Sports, you know who Sir William is. He's tweeting, um, tweeting from the top of that tree. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know if I can top that. But we did save the best for last. My June PWE Wrestler of the Month nominee is not only the the creator, the destroyer, the dreadful one, the Dread King Logan. Dread King Logan was trained by Briar Wellington, Judas Coltrane, Levi Blue, and he's currently under the guidance of John Capital E. Period Bravo. He's been in the business for over ten years. Highlights for him: he was the pro wrestling. No- all-Stars Heavyweight Champion, Horror Slam Heavyweight Champion, BCWA Alliance Champion, he the XICW Proving Grounds Champion, the UCW Premier Champion. His second um, accomplishment was forming Midwest Scum with his brother, the grimy Zach Thomas, and they went on, sponsored by Pro Wrestling Edge, to win the RPW Tag Team Tournament to become the inaugural champions, and they are still champions as they take on the Koger brothers in a few, in a few weeks of the circus. Um, he's wrestled the likes of Silas Young, Big Con, Shane Douglas, Rhino, and most recently has be the dread King error has begun at insane wrestling revolution. He's now the IWR heavyweight champion beating Eric Redbeard uh, for that title. His social media is at the dread King Logan on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. He has uh, a merch page at Brainbuster Tees uh, backslash uh, or forward slash Dread King Logan. Um, but the one thing he did want me to mention is um, if anybody knows Dread King Logan, the wrestler and Dread King Logan, the person, they're two separate people, but he wanted to make sure everyone knew um, for the awareness of trigeminal neuralgia. And how important this is. Um, this sickness is something that isn't seen. And if you want to go back to an early episode of the podcast, I had Dread King Logan and Roughhouse Rob on as they talked about the benefit show that was done for the Dread Queen back in 2020 in January, um, where the show put on uh, by A7's Roughhouse Rob and Dread King Logan, and it was to raise money and awareness for trigeminal neuralgia um, uh, benefit for the Dread Queen, Holly Shagnon. So um, there's going to be a future episode of Edge of the Mind podcast dedicated to trigeminal neuralgia, uh, but he wanted to make sure that I included um, to bring awareness to that illness here. So if you weren't going to vote for Dread King Logan for wrestler of the month, now you're going to so dread king logan all great nominees i think we're going to have record setting numbers with votes this month 
with all those nominees right there. Them some you know, good nominees, boys. Them some good guys, nominees. Y'all are supposed to let me win some. You ain't supposed to pick such heavy hitters in this. You know, I'm trying to get a win here. Me, me and Gooch are, are the lone wolves at zero, and you, each one of you got a win so far this, this Who won? Season. Who's nominee won last month? Yours. Okay, just thought so. And who's nominee's yeah. going to win this one? Oh, mine. Okay. Yeah, right. I, I believe I have more than one under my belt. Last I checked, last I checked, I believe I'm in the lead. You have two in, until this month's over, and then um, until this month's so over, and I tie you. Well, we're just with you guys on here right now. You know, I'm just, I'm yeah. ahead, and I want to go on record to say, you know, like Dan, I know it's your guy, the Dread King Logan, but have you guys seen some of his promos lately? Can oh, we not say like hole. it's probably? He he's at the top of his game in the promos. He gets you sucked in. He gets you interested. I don't I don't know if there's anybody in this state that are ma- is making promos like that. There's a handful of people that do really really good and great promos right now. Um, I know there's a contest where they're judging one somewhere else, but this guy, Dread King Logan, I just watched that that newest promo. Oh my uh, gosh where he's taking on uh, Jake Crist at XICW. And, you know, me and Dan talk, we're both, we're, we're both fans of Jake. Oh there's man. No, there's no way he's, there's no way he's standing against Dread King at XI. No, it's not going to happen. Two of the best mm. promos right there in independent wrestling mm. right now, Jake Crist and Dread King Logan. Some of the stuff Jake Crist is doing is phenomenal as well. You know, and not to say don't vote for Dread King Logan because we know everybody's going to, but, MM3. I mean, we trust the process enough to sponsor him for Harpo's. And look at LJ's killing it right now with everything Cobra that he's Knight doing. Dies, baby. You know, and the Cobra Knights, you know, and night. And we had we had Josh Morris on and, and he's nothing but but energy and and yeah. and brings it to every show he's on. Yeah, you go to the west side of the state and like Indiana and stuff like that. Josh Morris is huge. And you know you can't forget his hype man, his hype man. That should have been a, that should have been a dual nomination there, right? Fair William, you forgot to mention about QZ, uh, QRZ, QR Dobson. Yeah, QR I did. Dobson. I did. Josh Morris is hit. Josh he does Morris. have a hype man. I, I will give that, the rap man. I, I love that he comes out. You know he's got his own personal music, and not only he's got his own personal music to come out to, his guy comes out with him and sings it. Every time, yeah, you know, we all know Live it. Concert. Josh Morris is in here. Josh Morris Josh is in Morris here. Is Josh in Morris, here. Morris is in here. Like, like the first time we seen that guy, we got hype and became instant. Oh, fans. dude, instant fans the first time, man. And the comment that, um, the stat that Brokowski read off about Solo, he's been in the business a year and a half, and he's been in five states already. You know, we've seen yeah. him out at Flop House. Yeah, that um, kid drove by himself on that trip, man. Like, that's dedication. And I heard he did the same thing. Like, he, he did that for war wrestling, too. You know, I don't know. I can't say he drove down there by himself, but if he's willing to do it to go to Indianapolis, I'm sure as hell, you know, going to say he's willing enough to do it at war wrestling, and he earned a spot doing that down at war wrestling. And just a couple weeks ago, we had Thomas Williams on to talk about. We know how prestigious and how he runs his promotion. So, that says a lot about Solo. Yes, it's a good month of uh, nominees. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see gonna what's going to happen. One. It's going to be a tight one. It's going to be a straight-up battle royale right here, man. This one's awesome. And then this will end it for June, or for the first half. And July will start fresh for the, the second half, and we'll go till uh... – And we'll end the first half with a win for the November. creator to the destroyer and – the dreadful one, Dread King Logan. Yeah, hey, nice. we'll have the first half of the tournament hey, in December. You know, just yep. to remind our listeners exactly what we're doing. You you hear us talk about the first half. So these first five wrestlers that have won these months, they're automatically put in in December. We are doing a tournament each week till we break down until we find the wrestler of the year of 2022 in December. So, yeah, the winner of this month will join Forever Young, TJ Meyer, um, Juniper, and Zodiac in the first week 
of December to vote. The winner of those five will go on and face the winner of July to November. I think you're forgetting Forever Young, too. I said no, Forever he Young. He said Forever Young. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. okay. Rub, I just want to make sure. Rub it two in. are in that. Rub it in. And if you are a listener to the show and you follow our social media and you vote, you're entered in a chance to win a PWE merch uh, prize package. So... Merch. You don't want something for free. Right. You do something free. I choose Cobra Kai LJ Lawrence for wrestler of the month. It's that simple. Don't matter do this. Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. You got to no. vote do for this. LJ. You're, no. you're on your phone all day long. All you got to do is hit like, follow, send us a message of who you want. Boom. If you win, you get something free. Come on. You ever, you ever liked you and followed something know. and got something free? All you got to do. You're on your phone all day. I know you is. Do you want to get is. on Dread King Logan's bad side and he find out that you didn't vote for him? Shit. I don't know about that. Shit. You know who you're going to vote. Get saucy. You're going to get on. You're going to get a little saucy when you hit that like. You're going to hit that follow. You're going to be like, I'm saucy now. Tell you what. Josh Morris all day. Send us a message. Boom. All right. And then win something. Possibly win something. Hey, hey Brokowski, is Jaybird still a little buzzed from this past weekend? What'd you do to him up north this past weekend, man? I seen Not, he, didn't even, he didn't smoke, smoke this past weekend. He was just drinking. Oh, dude. I get so high now, it's ridiculous. I is fucking ridiculous. I just, I'm a, I'm a drinker. I might sure. take a puff. But that's Jordan's a now. sophisticated drinker because he doesn't he doesn't drink the cheap stuff yeah. either. No, nope. I sure the shit do not. Cognac. Give me that cognac up in this body. Shit'll shit'll make you feel good the next morning. <laughs> Wake up ready to, ready and raring. Ready to attack right. today. I wish I wish uh we had a, a great alcoholic sponsor to sponsor our circus weekend this weekend so we're spending a fortune in it. I know. Yeah, <sighs> I gotta bring like two fists. Last time I only brought one and it didn't last. <laughs> hey, hey, yo. hey, yo. Natterdays. Natterdays. Hit me up. PBR. Natterdays. I'll put, I'll help put you guys on the map. <laughs> I'm bringing the well, shanties in. I do have... I do have Cash App and Venmo, so if you guys do run out the first night when I come in the second day, you can always Cash App and Venmo me money, and I can bring it with me to Ooh, the second day. Of the runner. Yeah, I like Good that idea. Know. Good to know. Yeah. So, but speaking of sponsors, why don't we go ahead and have a word from our sponsors before we get into spin the wheel, make a deal. For everything Pro Wrestling Edge and Talking Sports with PWE, you can find us on social media at PWE Pod. And that's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the TikTok, all of it. Uh, Edge of the Mind Podcast, you can find on Instagram at Edge of the Mind Pod and the Edge of the Mind Podcast by PWE Facebook group page. Um, our website, pwepod.com, where you can find all the episodes for Pro Wrestling Edge, um, Talking Sports, along with the link to our merch store at Brainbuster Tees to get our merch. There's bios for all of the hosts and co-hosts for all of the three podcasts, and uh, there's going to be a little update that we're waiting to get on there about uh, Big Cas being a... Uh, food eating contest winner so champion so that's coming soon on there but go go check out the website there's a section there where you can review and rate us on apple and google play and all that um the more five star reviews we get the bigger reach that we are that we will be recommended to people who are looking for a wrestling podcast or sports podcast so if you could give us a a review um, that would be awesome so we can reach more people. Um, but we couldn't do this without our sponsors um, and our partners. First first partner is Rue Psychedelics. You can find us on Facebook. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Rue Psychedelics. Whirlwind Productions Detroit. 
on Facebook and Instagram at Whirlwind Productions DET and their email, Whirlwind Productions DET at gmail.com. If you're looking for any podcast production work or voiceover work, Whirlwind Productions Detroit is, is who you want to contact for that. Also, Brain Jerk Entertainment. Uh, find them at brainjerk.com. They are more than a podcast. They just had, what, the second or third drag, second drag queen bingo. Third one scheduled for the fall. And they have so much going on. Taste of is back. Um, Brandon, Big Kaz, just joined them uh, this past weekend for representing Brain Jerk Entertainment for a uh, food eating contest where they won uh, the food eating contest. But they do so much stuff. Check them out at BrainJerk.com. And, of course, our sponsor, Ronnie Jaquist at Jaquist Photography. Ronnie's transition from one love in life, which was professional wrestling, to his new passion, which is photography. His steady hand attention to detail and overall love for photography makes him a great asset to the industry. If you're looking for any photography work, reach out to Ronnie on Facebook and TikTok at Jaquist Photography. That's J-A-Q-U-I-S. Ronnie Jaquist on Instagram. Horror underscore style on Twitter. And he can do promo pics. He does weddings. Uh, He's going to be doing... um, um, Big Kaz's daughter's um, birthday party. He's so he can do anything. Reach out to him, um, and for all your photography needs, he's got some new equipment. And uh, pretty soon there's going to be a Pro Wrestling Edge photo shoot. So look for that to come soon. But uh, yeah, thank you to our sponsors and our partners. Um, we couldn't do this. This. Um, thing where a bunch of idiots get together and bullshit for um period of time we couldn't do this without uh our partners and sponsors so we appreciate them brokowski back to you yo yo big cas how was that uh friend the i should i should introduce you now as the southeast monroe French fried champion of the world, big cats. You know, I was gonna get into it after we we did we spun that wheel. You know, I was gonna do that, but since you want to get into it, I would like to talk a little bit about yesterday. And you know, and this would be kind of like a highlight of what Brain Jerk and what those folks are doing. I've seen it firsthand outside of the wrestling world. You know, we've met these guys through the wrestling world, and we've become friends. And you know. Yeah. Dan O'Mac, myself, and Brain Jerk Josh, we, we really took, you know, I took my kids, Josh took his kids, and we went and spent New Year's Eve together watching a yep. hockey game, you know. We've grown close and personal with these people. When they needed somebody for uh, eating contest, naturally I was like, how? why wouldn't I want to go join up with these guys? Um, it was a whole celebration down at Montague Park in the east side of Monroe to celebrate. It was the second annual Juneteenth celebration. And what I could say about this, just in general, the celebration, these people put on something. And I don't know the names of the people that put it on. I just know it was put on for the community, and the community came out. There was people from every walk of life. They had food going all day. They had serving up drinks they had a side for the adults for the drinking and the smoking and then they had a side for the kids live bands playing uh professional boxer d mills from monroe you know that's where he grew he grew up on that street in elmira he was there representing he was having foot races with people uh the monroe county uh police were there just walking by and one of the officers in full gear raced with these guys. You know, you could see it was like a community outreach thing and they're, they're making these connections. Everybody was loving everybody. You know, if you guys have ever seen semi-pro and what Jackie Moon said, everybody love everybody. And they did that day, E-L-E. you know, and they also had a talent show with some incredible kids singing. They were rapping their own stuff too. They, they were writing songs. These are kids are like seven, six, seven, eight years old had songs written. And then we had the food, the, the food eating contest. 
Brain Jerk Entertainment had their own team, which consisted of Josh and T-Rup, which everybody knows. They had a, a friend of the show named Corey and myself going against the Orchard. And if you're from Monroe or been to Monroe, you know of the Orchard. That's that's the east side. Those people are prideful in their community and stuff. And, man, leading up to it, I got there probably just before 1 o'clock, and we finally had the contests around 6, a little after 6. So that whole day, there was smack talk between the two teams all in good fun and we're all hungry and it kept going on and this was brought to you by this restaurant in Southgate called Eat My Treats and they put on this contest in their in their store the same exact box that we just ate if you could eat that by yourself in an hour the jackpot's at like 550 bucks right now nobody has done it yet so the jackpot keeps going up every time it tries but anyways this thing was like six pounds of food fellas it had French fries, two kinds of cheeses, and then it was sectioned off. Ground beef, steak, chicken, shrimp, jalapenos, onions, tomatoes, banana peppers. It had all the fixings. All the fixings. Made me starving over here. Man, and, you know, we set up. We're getting ready to go, and it was being emceed by the guy. Like, we literally had a guy talking us through while we're eating, having water going. And T-Rup's personal goal is for us to finish that in under 10 minutes. We did it in just probably about over five, if you guys have seen the video. We tore Woo! into it, and the Orchard team didn't even get theirs halfway done. They I'm tapped out. So, yes. Boys know how to take down some meat. Man, we had a whole game plan. When I tell you we got together, we had, you know, a team meeting. <laughs> so to speak, a couple times. We had a couple meetings, and we literally came up with a game plan. We went in prepared. We knew what we wanted to do. We got to it. We attacked, and we demolished that six pounds of food. So I want to say congratulations and thank you to my teammates, Brain Jerk Entertainment. I'm loving what you guys are doing in the community. Like you said, they just had that drag queen bingo on Friday. They have another one coming up in September because it was so successful. You know, yeah, I, I love everything Brain Jerk's doing. Uh, we got to spend uh, New Year's Eve, me and Brandon did, with Josh from Brain Jerk and, and all the interaction we've got uh, with Josh and T-Rup and the crew at, at IWR shows. Um, and then T-Rup was a guest on Edge of the Mind podcast. He talked about um, his accident and, and, and how it's affected his life and everything. So I, I, I those two guys are, are you know I I don't know everybody else from Brain Jerk Entertainment as well as I know Josh and Tira, but those two dudes are 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 top notch class acts, and I'm I'm happy to be able to call those two guys friends and and this partnership that we have with them is just growing and and I can't wait to see what's coming more from Brain Jerk Entertainment. Same shout same. out, I fucking love those guys. To Ryan, Ryan Mahoney, you know he's oh yeah, owner. Ryan. He is the owner of Brain Jerk. This guy, you know, he helps. He's involved with all of these things that these guys are into. But it was something that I've seen uh, during the talent show. He went up to stage, and what I didn't know, I figured it out. He had went, there was an ice cream truck. He had went and bought boxes of ice cream off the ice cream man. Brandon's froze. Only once, he... I think we're losing Brandon. Big Kaz. Big Kaz, we're losing you. Having some technical difficulties there. It yeah. Sounds like uh, Ryan bought a so, bought an ice cream oh. truck, pretty much, minus the truck. Yeah, that's <laughs> everything inside of it. There he is. Boxes I think he's back now. Cream. Are, you, Are back? you back? I think so. I, it, yeah. it didn't. Yeah. It kind of got a little choppy on my end. But yeah, he bought ice cream until every kid at that celebration had. Yeah, to no, that. That's awesome. That's, That's real awesome. awesome. What a guy. What a team. What a team. Uh, sounds like a hell of a time. A great time. Real fun time. I love those guys, man. And they'll be at the circus. They'll be at the circus. Be at circus. Oh, yeah. They assured Definitely me they'll be at the wait. circus. We're going to probably – we're going to work with them and do something. We're going to bust out some dual interviews. Maybe, you know, we'll be doing our part. We're going to record audio. They like to do video. We're going to combine. We're going to – 
And big, <laughs> I love I love exactly where you froze. What from your Pineapple Express reference was great. I wish we could have screenshot that. Yeah, looks like Big Kaz might be in and out the rest of the show because he's having some. It's gonna be a great fucking time, great fucking time. But anyway, I guess we can get to our little game. Game you want to call it? I don't know. We basically took a bunch of things we'd like to think that you would like to hear us ramble on about and have a discussion about in wrestling versus hot topics going on in today, you know, favorite theme songs, etc., etc. So we put them on a wheel and whatever it lands on, we're going to talk about. I randomly took six of the ideas that we had previously come up six, with. Okay. Put them on a wheel. We're going to spin it and see what um, we come up with. Should be like a game show host. Big Cass, come on down. So we, on this episode of Spin the Wheel, we are going to talk about our favorite memories from the podcast. (laughs) That's the winner of this one. Favorite memories we've had on the podcast. I know Big Cass just, no, Jot, who shared the memory today? Big Cass. No, it was it was was Brokowski's post from two years ago, but Big Cash shared it. Um, (laughs) So yeah, Big Cat or or Brokowski, um, take it over. Whatever you want to do, favorite memories of the podcast. Well, I guess that you brought it up. We'll really quick recap about that show because that show we came real quick, and all of us could talk on except for Jordan (laughs) real quick. He was in Florida, but we went to Indianapolis, GCW Indianapolis. Two years ago, like right after the pandemic, it was like basically the first big show, the main show that was going down. So we were like, fuck it, let's go. And we drove down there. Fucking was a phenomenal show. A lot of cool shit. Nick Gage and Nate Webb headline. Allie Kat and Effie were fighting. They weren't even a tag team. They fought. Uh, Damn. Well, somebody got tossed in the river. I remember that. Shane Mercer picked someone up and threw him in the yeah. river. Because we were who right on the, on the water there. Forget who that was. Dude, Myron Reed. And Myron Blake Reed Christian. had a, Myron yeah, Reed and Myron Blake Christian had a Blake banger. Christian, that's what it was. That shit was dope. Of course, my boy Mance Warner what was on the show. Yeah, that was uh, SGC versus 44-0. That was, uh, what, RSP and Gregory... Gregory Irons. I thought it was Atticus. Oh, it was. Gregory Irons was with him. It was Atticus and RSP versus Mance and and, uh, Justice. Yeah, great show. Hotter than shit, man. I remember we were out there sweating, just dying. Sweating fucking, yeah. I thought I was was going to have a heart attack. Big Cass had to go buy me some water. I, I was having a fucking heat stroke. I was getting ready to resuscitate him back to life. Oh, you you, you really wanted to do that. What? Who? Who? <laughs> Bro, no, Brokowski wanted to do that little mouth to mouth. So I'm at I'm, personal, I guess, uh, would probably be the Casanova Valentine interview. That was like episode, I don't even know if we were at 50 at that 40, point. I believe it was 49. For, 49 i, I mean, believe so that, that was the first one where i guess i was hosting I, well i, I put a let me I put touch a, the waters I put a my post favorite up. guy yeah i put a post about this i was like um and he was your guy you scheduled it you were hyped so i decided you know what i'm gonna let brokowski host this episode so i sat back i played producer i just set up the show at the beginning and i Threw it up and I let Big Cat or I let uh, Brokowski hit it. And he he hosted the show and then it wasn't what too much longer after that, a year later that yeah. or so later that you maybe two years later you became yeah, really, the host. I really enjoyed that one. That was right before he was supposed he uh, wrestled here with Chuck. It was a couple months yeah. after that, I think it was. What about you, Jaybird? What's your uh Fondest, my favorite memory from the podcast. From the podcast, I don't know. Uh, 
honestly, interviewing all interviewing all these guys is pretty awesome. Taking time out of their day and just coming on to talk to us, it's like that's sweet. Every time we get to do it, it's awesome. But honestly, I like it when we get in arguments and get a little heated. Like <laughs> what was it last month or whatever it was when we were talking about uh, Bronner, and I said uh, Mickey Knuckles would take out Bronner. <laughs> <laughs> We all got in a little chuckle over that. Yeah, you're gonna start that all over again. I know, I know, I know. Don Holland's already probably typing a tweet if he's listening to this. <laughs> he's putting a tweet together, going after Jay Burns. That's fun. That's fun. But honestly, I my favorite memory of all of us was is still to this day the time I finally met Big Cass Brandon in real life, and. I watched the whole show. We watched the whole Clash show. And then we all leave and everything, say bye to each other and whatnot. And me and Josh go to the bar. And I go up to him and I'm like, dude, who the fuck was the guy next to Nick all night? Who's the bearded weirdo? And he's like, that's his brother. I was just like, Nick's got a brother? (laughs) I still love that to this day. I love that so much. The, I went from the bearded weirdo to the apple of your eye, though. Yeah, you Woo! did, man. Yeah, you did. You won my you won my heart over pretty quick. <laughs> that was fun. Then, of course, going to all the shows too. Oh, a lot the live interviews. I love the live interviews. We just do those are awesome. Ooh, when I came um, back from Florida, and um, I just remembered this. <laughs> when I came back from Florida, me. Uh, Brokowski and Big Cass, we drove down to Flop House, and then after froze our asses off at Flop House, and then got invited <laughs> to go to a Private Stash and actually freaking um commentary the whole show. That was probably the dopest, because I was like, shoot, I was like on the podcast two or three times before that, and then thrown right into the fire. That was awesome. Oh, that that was that's a good one. That's when we met, first met Justin Kyle too, and everything. So I wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted to give like a memory of, of my favorite memory of each person on the podcast. And actually, Jordan, you weren't actually a member of the podcast at that time. You Me? were back from Florida. You I wasn't went even a member, and Big Cass was keeping in contact with me about what was going on and you telling me how Jaybird's representing the brand well and whatnot. So when you guys got back, I talked with Brokowski. I talked to big Cass, talked to the Gooch. And I said, what would you guys think if we extended an offer to Jaybird to join us? And you guys were all down with it. You guys thought it was cool. You, you talked how like the commentary thing was so cool. And that was the first time that, any of you done commentary and you did commentary together and it was just a cool experience for the three of you. And, and Gooch thought it was a great idea. And I was like, well, let's, let's, let's see if Jaybird wants to, wants to join on. on. I sent you the message and in the group and you were down and that was pretty cool moment to, to, to get you to join the podcast and be able to, uh, to bring you on board. So that was like my favorite Jaybird moment of getting Jaybird in on the podcast um that was uh something pretty cool and then my favorite memory with gooch was actually this is kind of a dual favorite member i want to talk about this This is about gooch and and uh, brokowski they weren't even on the podcast yet they came on as guests to talk about the podcast the whole week the whole week gooch is messaging me Dan, I'm so happy. I can't wait to get on the podcast. And Brokowski's messaging me like, dude, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it. I'm scared shitless. I don't, I'm going to shit my pants. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like, Brokowski, I was like, I was like, Brokowski, it's going to be all good. Everything's good. So they get to my house at the time that was pre pandemic. So I actually had a studio in my old house and, um, they came in and sat down and, and, and Brokowski's feeling a little bit better, but he's still kind of like, I don't know. And I'm tired of shit. And Gooch was like, yeah, I can't wait. This is so cool. 
So that red light went on. We hit record. I had a different setup now than we do over over Zoom, but had different set. And as soon as that red light went on, it was like Brokowski became Brokowski. He's just flowing, pretending like there's not even a, a, a microphone in front of him. He's just talking. We're talking about wrestling. We're talking about you know him and Gooch being friends and all this stuff. And then we get Gooch over there sitting like a deer in headlights. He turns <laughs> pale as a ghost and says like four words. He was all excited to come on and wanted to talk and Brokowski was nervous and it ended up being the opposite where um, Gooch, we were prying, I was prying uh, out of Gooch to talk, but uh, that was the episode we had such, and then when Gooch did chime in, the three of us had such good chemistry and, and Bernard had a lot going on. He was going to be leaving the podcast um, because of just personal life being too busy. And the three of us just kind of clicked. And that was the moment I knew that I wanted to bring them on um, the, uh, the podcast. And then the moment that I told Josh about it and Josh kept it a secret from Gooch. I don't know how you pulled that off. I couldn't wait. I asked you at IWR. Then the next night I asked Nick at Horseland. Uh, for you guys to join as co-hosts, but that was kind of my mem- my b- favorite memory of the two of them. Uh, Big Kaz, you came on as a guest too. That was probably my favorite moment with you. We talked, we bullshitted, we told our story about. I mean, we've known each other. We've been friends since we were kids. Life takes us apart. Wrestling brought us back together. Everybody's heard that story. That was cool. But personally, my favorite moment of the whole podcast and everything that we've done was when it was an RPW show. It was during the pandemic. So he was running the outdoor shows and it's funny that I'm talking about my wrestler of the month nominee this month was dread King Logan. Um, Dread King and I had a little bit of a heated exchange during intermission. He came over to talk to us. And at that time, we weren't seeing eye to eye. Um, uh, Dread King Logan and I, we weren't seeing eye to eye. We weren't, um, we weren't um, on the level we are now with our relationship. And, and we got into it. People had, like, people thought we were going to, like, chairs were thrown we were up in each other's face and, and, and looking back at that moment i didn't know what the fuck was happening i just know that he said something i didn't like and i said something he didn't like but then after the fact when time goes on and we talked about it and he was like i was fucking pissed and i'm like i was fucking pissed and the wrestlers come running out thinking that he's gonna fight a fan and it was just that was just the coolest moment um, and then to end up how we are now, I, our relationship is better to the point where I nominate him for wrestler of the month. So, um, Dude, that was like burgers and beers. We've had so many conversations since me and Dread King Logan and, and, and whatnot. And, um, that is completely behind us, but that was a cool moment, um, that I got a wrestler's attention. Um, so that was pretty cool. And now that we're actually. Big Cass, go ahead. He's going to go nuts before I get to go individually. Because I know we're going individually purpose people here. Oh, I was just do yeah, that. I know we're I going individually to. neither. I just want to do that because I can do that. Yeah, because it's his favorite moment of the podcast. We don't all have yeah. to follow that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, really, like my favorite moments, like when we plan these trips and we do these trips. You know, be it down to Flophouse to Indianapolis, which we've done a couple times. And like that has built mine and Brokowski's uh, friendship over because we did a lot of those, you know, kind of solo a few of those. And then now we're all getting to go. We have yet to do a five person. We have yet to have all five of us. It'll happen someday. But those trips, it's like the night before those trips, it's like Christmas morning. You know, like I can't sleep. I get anxious and I'm so excited just to get up and go on these trips. So that's going to happen again in a few weeks when the circus comes. I love that feeling. 
I love going there. I love setting up. I love getting to talk to other fans and getting to know other people. Um, you know, and uh, just sitting at these shows and watching it from our perspective and being able to talk about it to these people, to our listeners, uh, was fun. Like, the circus was incredible. The Deathmatch Weapons Workshop, where I got to watch the boys, you know, Brokowski, Jaybird, you know, and Gooch. I got to watch these guys make weapons, along with a group of other people we've never really met before. And talk to them while they did it and to hear the excitement about the way they're talking about what they're building and then get to see you guys in there with your your weapons and then get to see your weapons used later on that night was awesome um one of my other favorite moments is when all five of us is actually at a show and got to watch it together you know that doesn't get to happen very often it is hard for all the planets to align for every single one of us to be to be able to go and uh that was an iwr show wasn't it yeah yeah last yeah, time yeah that was, that was recently yeah. you know that was pretty recently there it is yeah, yeah that night yeah yeah sits know, on my desk here you could you know and i went out and i i even had to buy the shirt with that picture on it you know so that's I. how i feel about that day there's so many great memories we've had on this show like i couldn't even go through and I seem to change my most favorite interview so many times because I'll be like, that was, you know, top, top tier interview. I loved it. It was so much fun. And then the next person, that one was so much fun. Uh, we're going to keep going though. We're going to keep doing it. We're going to build more memories on that one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget the first uh, flop house that me and Brandon went to. The first time that me and him just traveled, and then Chris tagged, hopped along with us. It made it even better experience. But, like, it was just so perfect. Like, the stale beer that was shook up from the cakes from the whole pandemic. The fucking one-legged man in a cast on the roof. So, shutting down traffic. Like, the cops aren't even coming to shut the show down. They're trying to get traffic just going on the side streets because people were just stopping and skating off and looking to see what happens. And then we met so many good talents like Hoodfoot that night. So many more. That was that was a fun time. Real fun is time. That the night you, is that the night you guys learned about Trixie? Trixie. Yes. <laughs> Trixie. You know, but see the, what's funny about that is like if you've known us, you've heard that story, us talk about that night, you know. The, yes. Magic Johnson's paper boy, you know, <laughs> you, you might have heard us mention Markle. 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 You know, Josh, you have a piece, you have a piece of memorabilia that says is signed Markle from Nate yes. West. You know, like how many people could say they, they sat and drank until you got kicked out of the bar because Nate Webb wanted to hang out and tell stories. And we just sat there and listened to Nate Webb all night. I was shit faced. Yeah, we were drunk as fuck that night, man. I'm glad we Ubered everywhere. I was just drunk as all hell. Like I said, I'm pretty positive I paid for an Uber twice to the hotel that we were. I paid for him to drive us to the first time. <laughs> the, the Uber rides were a blast. They're yeah, so like the one with Jordan Jaybird, too. Going, like he mentioned, to his first show when we went to Flophouse when he came back from Florida. I was like, hey, man, I'm going to the show, you know, in February. You want to go? It's in Indiana. He's like, yeah, why the hell not? So he came <laughs> and we show up to, like, this fucking, like, I got a chop shop, like, legit chop shop where you steal a car, take it to get tore down. Chop shop. And there's a ring in the garage. And it was a blast just standing there freezing dick. Like, oh, it's going to be nice and warm out. It's going to be toasty. You know, it's inside a building. I don't need that heavier clothes. I froze. My feet were so, my tootsies were cold. We got to see Jazz that night. Randy fought Jazz that night. But yeah, like our Uber driver straight just rolled up. She's like, here's your here's your place. She didn't give a shit how shady this place looked. <laughs> she was like, get She's the fuck like, out get of the minivan. She's like, get out before I get robbed. Get out of my minivan, and she peaced out so quick. 
And here we are standing outside of this garage, bags in hand of the equipment, a table, like, uh, and there's this cool lift for alcohol. There's <laughs> this big group of people that you can't see because they're just far enough and it's not bright enough. And we're like, what the fuck? And it's Uncle Q. He's like, Pro Wrestling Edge. And we're like, yes. <laughs> we were so excited. I so relieved, too. I love he hearing said this something. story every time I hear it. It's great. Like, just the whole night was incredible, you know. Then that night, we had sponsored a match. Uh, it was it was Hoodfoot and the Dread King Logan uh, was, was scheduled. And then there was issues to where cards were subject to change. And we got an incredible match with Hoodfoot, Justin Kyle, and Mickey Knuckles. That was like, a fucking banger, man. Yes. Justin Kyle popped out his fucking knuckle and then put it back in right in the middle of the match. And then after the match, walks over to our table and shows it to us. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck do you want us to do? <laughs> <laughs> like, I got a beer. You want that? <laughs> you want to talk yeah, about that the beer? Was, was it Jordan that threw the beer? Oh, dude. Threw <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it right over Mickey Knuckles' head. He just chucked it. <laughs> I just fucking love that shit. Like, it's oh, that funny when awesome. you guys Dude, go on these trips one. that I don't get to be at, and then I get all the audio and I'm editing it. I just love it. I die laughing. <laughs> Some of the shit is like, hmm, should I leave that in or take it out? Fuck it, I'm leaving it in. I had a blast listening to it. I'm gonna leave that shit in. Yeah, we we've we've had so much fun like that's got to be like hands down probably the my most favorite part about it you know like i love doing the interviews don't get me wrong but when we could all or you know the majority of us could get to a show sit there and we get that interaction because you know like every flop house show that we've been at you know we get eric from bitcoin boys coming over oh yeah you know, he's like an honorary guest you know we spent that whole Flophouse RPW show down in Indianapolis, you know, the the countless amount of people that came over, you know, from uh, Justin Pilgrim and uh, Justin Kyle, Schwartz, everybody came over and Schwartz. just sat there and talked. And, like, that's that bonding and that fun. I really enjoy that. I love doing that shit. So Arthur MacArthur got on, too. Arthur MacArthur. That. But yeah. aren't we all – I mean, I'm not – at the circus the whole weekend, but aren't we all going to have some time at the circus together? I'm hoping so. Isn't Gooch going to be there day two as well? I'm hoping so. If all Gooch, the Infinity Stones will be in one place at one if, time. If Gooch is there day two, I'll be there day two, so we'll all be there for RPW show, Dawn of the Dead, it was the Inked and Blood too. Isn't that oh, the man, show? That's- that's shaping up to be such an incredible. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, so we'll all be yeah, at that show next week when we talk about it in depth. Yeah. Did you Did you see Chuck's little like promo, like the circus? Yeah, talk coming. about promos. He's getting the better. I do. I told Fantastic. him. I told him, why haven't you been doing this all along? Why haven't you been cutting promos for your matches all along? Now, the one that he really wanted to cut was when he had got out of the hospital with that elbow um, and infection that he couldn't cut for the first DBA match. Um, did you then, see the one for this DBA match? Yes. Yes. I I told him, I was like, I want a promo for every Chuck Stein match you have from now to the end of time that you retire. Amen. Because you are, sp- mm-hmm. you are so good. And why you've, you've, neglected that part of the of of the whole process i don't know but man he puts out some some really good promos and this one's good because he talks about lincoln park and he shows the streets and where he grew up and oh man this one's good because it's the lincoln park street fight that he's having with dba and that match at the first show it was in may it was at the first show at the at the lincoln yeah. park community center that they've been back yeah. um in a long time there Chuck and DVA put on a banger. They went all around the place, and and it was good. You know, Chuck fell short to the flaming elbow, drop off the off the top rope, but um, that 
that was a great match and and I yeah match. i love what he's doing he needs to keep it up and chuck stein is sponsored by pro wrestling edge of the circus so hey. you know another person that does promos really well is a, you know he's a co-host on talking sports with us abz oh, oh yeah ABC. yeah i love his, i love his promos it's like that that one that I, that last one i seen of his where he was he rapped i just <laughs> <laughs> He put the thought into it. And it's just hilarious. It and did. It worked out so well. Like I like I like the mixture of like the serious promos and then the ones like that. Like Midwest Gum has put out some incredibly funny promos as of late. They're- I love Midwest Gums. I love them. Them as a team. I like them both individually, but they they give off that like. To me, I, I I said this to you guys. I think it was before. I don't know if it was tonight or before, but they give off like this dual like flair of like Midnight Express and DX. Like they like they do the fun and games. Like Michaels and and Triple H does it when they get in the ring. I mean that's Dennis Condry and, and Bobby Eaton. It's just the perfect combination. How they have so much chemistry, and you know, and they haven't teamed for years. You know. But to have so much chemistry, I, I think it's the brotherhood outside the ring that helps that. But uh, those two guys are great. Those two guys are great together. And Zach has is, is come so far since we first seen him in Michigan. Can't say any any better things about Midwest Gone. That promo. Wieners. Wieners. <laughs> yeah, they do some of the best promos. That's also uh, another favorite moment when we uh, were at, ah, I can't remember the show. I think it was uh, something pro, but uh, Josh's brick tree down. statement. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But your brick tree statement. That was Metro Pro. Oh, Metro Pro. Metro Pro, Metro Pro. That's what yeah. it was, yeah. But that that was that was hilarious. That was fun nice. Oh. Just so much, yeah, so much shit. Oh, dude, the, the, like the list of memories is almost endless, man. Just constantly. Yeah. Harpo's was incredible. <sighs> oh, yeah, Harpo's. Well, well Jaybird doesn't When did remember. we go to Harpo's? I don't Jay remember Bird going to Harpo's. So the funny thing about Harpo's <laughs> is I have no recollection up until we stand in line at Harpo's because I was high off my ass. And then so my recollection stopped. And then that's when Jordan started going downhill. We you had what the second match you remember, and that's it. You asked Atticus what was in the I box. I couldn't tell Harper you. Oh yeah, like yeah. What was in the box? Case. Atticus had a briefcase for his no peace underground title shot, and Jaybird kept asking him what's in the box. He tells him, and you still keep asking him what's in the box. What's in the box? God, man, that was that was a hell of a night. I think we drank a case before the show started dude yeah i forgot to recollect i forgot to you guys remember all that we're very pouring them down so i started coming down from my high when we were tailgating before harpo's you guys were very generous on passing out beers as well <laughs> everyone was going to be we like because i remember it it was like hoodfoot here's a beer justin kyle here's a beer randy here's a beer but a kitty got a beer. Know. Everybody got beers. Yeah, you, you know PWE, baby. You Listen, guys were people, very generous. When the people come around, beers. I ain't no beer man. When the people come around, like it's always exchanging of goods. Like we might bring the beer, but then they'll have a smoke. Or you know, if Dmax around, you might get a tube with a doobie in it. You might not. <laughs> you might get it. <laughs> <Yeah. empty. laughs> that was funny as fuck. You might get an empty that tube. That was. That was. God, good times, boys. Good just fucking the whole, times. That whole experience was just awesome. 32s! 32! Dual wheelie! <laughs> oh, man. oh, dude. That's the best. Wrestling shows just are awesome, man. If you've never gone to one, good God, get up and go, yo. They're so fun, man. Doesn't matter if you know anybody or not. You're gonna, you're, you will meet somebody and you will have a good time. They are a blast. We've all taken random friends to shows, and they've all had blasts. You know, yeah. Jeff, Jason, Jamal. Um, 
Travis. I Travis, love yes. I love going wow. to a wrestling show with Red Bearded Vet. He gets so into it. I love it. <laughs> he does. I love when Red Bearded Vet's with us. He's so into it. That's great. Well, yeah, Har- uh, Harpo's though was something else. No peace and RPW yeah, and Circle Six did an amazing job. Guys sending me photos of pictures that I don't remember taking. <laughs> you also asked Time Vendetta for a certain favor that we won't repeat on the podcast. I was fucking <laughs> fuck Tommy. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that might have been what you were looking for, but that was a good night. That that uh, yeah. Tommy match too with that uh, with that barbed wire, barbed wire spider. Trampoline. Yeah, oh yeah. So him, Masada, Eric Ryan, and John Wayne Murdoch. That, that show was dope. That was that's dope. Main event to cap off the show. Yeah, maybe we can get well, uh, maybe we can get some uh, some uh, circus people next week. Oh yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. That's what oh, we're talking yeah. about next week. So y'all better tune in if you want to hear everything. Yeah. All all circus deets going down next That's week. Right. Everything you need to know about the circus is gonna be talked about. We're gonna probably have some special guests. Maybe we'll see what happens. And peace, we out. <laughs>